0: Brand registry has been removed from thousands of Amazon sellers, and the questions of why are still piling up. I actually don't have the answers to all of these questions, but I will tell you what my experience has been like. My name is Stephen Pope. I'm the founder of My Amazon Guy, and I was able to get my Age of Sage brand registry uh, reinstated after being gone for 30 days. However, my other brand, Momster, one of my original wine glass brands, Still has not been reinstated, and we're going on several months now of Amazon basically ghosting me and not saying anything at all. For about 98% of the people that I've interacted with, we've given them a brand registry removal guide that they have followed, which includes removing an attorney from their trademark at the USPTO and filing a reinstatement form, and finally holding a video conference with Amazon where they basically interrogate you. <laughs> And that process has worked for about 98% of people. There's still about 2% of people I've been in contact with that Amazon is ghosting and won't reply to their reinstatement issues. So we've speculated as to why Amazon has done this. We know that there's robots going crazy, that's for sure. We believe that Amazon has blacklisted thousands of attorneys. Uh, And by the way, these are attorneys in good standing with the USPTO. Back in June, there was an attorney that sued Amazon that had been blacklisted and Amazon reinstated them. So the only way to get reinstated as an attorney is to basically sue Amazon uh, because Amazon was defaming these attorneys and claiming that they're not in good standing with the USPTO. That, of course, is false. And I have not found a single case as of yet where one of the blacklisted attorneys had a mark on them at the USPTO. So this affected one of the attorneys we worked with in 2022 and before, and we decided just to help our customers out, we paid thousands of dollars to do uh, attorney withdrawals across all of these marks. It was like 2,000 marks we filed, and that seemed to help some people but not everybody. We're not exactly sure if the uh, attorney was the reason that the brand Shoe got removed. There's been other speculation that the removals were caused by uh, when you file one of the infringement reports uh, against another person selling your product. And uh, that may be the case for why some of the removals got um, more egregious than others, like the, the ghosting situation. What's unique about my Momster brand is that I also have the trademark filed in Canada, um, and I don't know if there is any correlation between the Canadian mark and the U.S. mark, but that is one unique thing about my Monster brand. So we haven't been able to get that one reinstated yet, so that's an open-ended question as of yet. One of the other consequences that I've personally experienced is that due to the brand registry being removed under Monster, is I can't file any new products under that brand. Now, the good news for me is I haven't been filing products under that brand for a couple of years now, And it kind of migrated over to my new Age of Sage brand. So that one didn't particularly affect me. However, uh, it still won't let me file new brands, new trademarks under the registry. And that's kind of a conundrum because I'm trying to launch some other brands. So that's a big impact and one that you definitely have to get resolved. So if you're wondering if you can just file a new mark and then abandon the registry that they have revoked, I wouldn't recommend that. It's kind of similar to if one account gets suspended, even if it's in Canada, it could prevent you from doing things in the UK or the US and cetera. We also saw some correlation with that over the last couple of years where brand registry, um, if they marked you as suspended in one area, they wouldn't allow you to do any brand registry actions. Sometimes it'd be very problematic. Um, but the other thing that we saw was that I started to get more trademark infringements on my own Monster brand uh, filed against me. Um, and this happened from automation, not from anybody particularly filing it. But I had decanters on my Monster account. This is an item I haven't sold in well over three or four years. And all of a sudden, Amazon yanked it claiming trademark infringement, which was really suspicious. And I never really did figure out why that was. But basically the symptom is this, if Amazon removes your brand registry, all of a sudden the bots start crawling your listings a lot more and coming up with reasons to yank listings. So this has been uh, one of the, the deficits or the impacts of my situation is that now I'm having to fight listing yanks on deleted listings from years ago that I don't plan on reselling at all. And I have to fight those just to keep my account health clean. Now, the irony here is that my account health is clean. And while I have a couple of marks with those listing issues that we just mentioned, my account health rating is at a 928. Amazon claims they won't suspend an account unless you're under that 200 threshold, uh, and I'm nowhere close to that. I've been on my best behavior, so to speak. Most of the challenges that I've experienced and most of the challenges that I see other sellers experience are not due to taking bad action but basically just Amazon's robots going crazy. So this is one of those situations where you're successful on Amazon, not because of Amazon, but despite Amazon. And that's definitely something that I hold dear myself. And so you can see almost all of these marks and listing policy violation issues are just robots going out of, um, you know, just going crazy and doing things that they really shouldn't be doing. And this doesn't help Amazon customers. Please explain to me, Amazon, how, Me having a listing that I haven't sold on in three years, getting a listing takedown from your robots helps the Amazon consumer. It really simply doesn't, and there's just no explanation for it. So because of that, I decided to make this guide where I walk through how to get taken care of on all of these issues, and we'll continue to update this guide in real time. Now, I do have some in-depth videos where I walk through each of these steps independently, Uh, This is somewhat of an update to those because we've learned some additional information. So even though I'm not 100% convinced that the attorney is the reason for the brand registry removal, it is in the language that Amazon uses to not reinstate your, your brand or your trademark. And so because of that, we still are recommending to do what's called a withdrawal of attorney at the USPTO. This is the lengthiest step. It is the most uh, complicated step, and it takes some effort to do this because you have four basic steps. You have to create an account at the USPTO. You have to verify yourself, including loading a driver's license through ID.me. Then you have to file the form to withdraw the attorney. This is the quickest step. And then finally, step four, you have to file an appeal on Amazon's brand registry. And, and so this has been um, complicated, suffice it to say, as we're shooting in the dark. Amazon hasn't been transparent at all with any of their information. We also created a newsletter over on uh, LinkedIn, um, and we've gone through kind of the history of this. And I've given some mini updates on LinkedIn as I've experienced this. Um, and we've, we did get Age of Sage uh, finally Reinstated, And we kind of explain, you know, what we all that we did and some of the impacts, you can't load a plus content, you can't do your brand store, you can't protect against counterfeits, you lose control of your listings and access to features and tools. And so those are all the challenges that we've had to overcome. Uh, and we've we created all these videos and how to fix it. And, um, and it's helped a lot of people. Um, it's not helped the 2% because we haven't figured out why certain brands haven't been able to complete that process. Um, but it's been a huge pain in the butt. So I've, I've shared all of this and it even broke my brand store links and confused data between some of my listings. And, um, you know, here's when my momster brand went down and, and all that good stuff. So we've got uh, link to that newsletter. So you can see that if you just type into Google, my Amazon guy brand registry removal, you'll see a bunch of updates uh, about that. All right, so back to the guide. here are the steps that we've been been doing. And, and I felt like you needed that history to understand why this is so complicated and whatnot. So step one, you're going to go over to the USPTO website and create an account. Uh, that that part's fairly basic, put your Basic information and email, phone number, and you're not a robot. Click next. All that basic info, boom, boom, boom. Uh, street address, zip code, all that cool stuff. That's super easy. Two minutes there. This next step's more of a pain in the butt. You got to verify your account through ID.me, and you're going to go over to um, the website for withdrawal of attorney form page. So this is going to be at tas.uspto.gov/woa. I'll go ahead and click on that so you guys can see that right here. And we've, we've, we have a login for that, but you'll have to create a login and then you'll then file for uh, the removal. You'll confirm you have the required documents. Uh, you'll have a government issued photo ID or a social security number. You take a selfie with the second ID document to verify your ID. And then you have to access your credit profile header information, um, but it doesn't affect your credit score. So then you click on verify with ID.me and you follow those steps to the next spot. Using the same information you use to create the account, you'll then log in uh, right here, ID.me, screen, email, password, confirm password. Here, you're gonna check your email for the verification code. They're gonna send you a six digit code and hit continue. Set up multi-factor authentication. And then click on, click on that setup and follow those steps. Um, and then you can select which form of authentication you want to use, text message, push notification, or otherwise. You're going to then text the code and then verify it right back there. You can then choose a verification method. Uh, uploading photos of your license or state IDs. probably the most common. Uh, for those international, you'll need to use a passport most likely. Uh, and then you can upload uh, that information there. Biometric data. Oh my gosh. Government's got everything on us, right? Tons of biometric data. You're going to take the photo of yourself on a smartphone and then choose and upload the image. Again, you're going to receive a link to take the photo on your smartphone. And then you'll see here there's going to be a front and a backside that you have to uh, take selfies of to load in there. Uh, Then you take a selfie with your phone like that load it into the submission and hit continue uh, you put your social security number and if you're a u.s resident, to verify your identity even further uh, and then consent on the credit reporting act and allow it uh, then they use all of that data to verify your identity so again that is the most lengthy step huge pain in the butt this next step super quick uh, file withdrawal of attorney form You're just going to visit the trademark search page, search the trademark database and grab and click on your trademark. So I've got my age of Sage one right here. We have the serial number right there and we snag that. Then you go to the withdrawal of attorney form page. Again, click and enter the serial number in the text box and hit continue here. uh, You're going to fill out and you want to get updates, of course, from the USPTO just in case, they ever send you any information definitely recommend that Uh, fill out the signature information first and last name name phone number date and click validate check the box next to the message um, basically saying I agree to the terms and click submit this actually goes through pretty quickly Uh, for most people it's happened within one business day sometimes as quick as two or four hours but it does take uh, Amazon a few days to process the connection of the information. So after you complete this step, you're still going to want to wait probably five days to play it safe before you go on to the next step. You can check the status of this back at any point in time. They will send you an email letting you know the withdrawal has gone through. Uh, and again, anybody that filed a mark with my Amazon guy in the past, if we, if you have an issue with this at all, just reach out. But we did complete this withdrawal for anybody that we filed marks for basically before 2022. Anybody in 2023, uh, you're good to go. We have a new system in place and it doesn't affect you. Step four, uh, file the appeal on the Amazon brand registry part. And this part is also quite lengthy um, and it, it, it feels a little bit harsher, uh, I guess might be the right word. So you're going to go to the, you, if you got the email with the removal, it's best to click the link inside of that email uh, to file this appeal, because sometimes you can't find this inside of seller central, it becomes very problematic. So you're going to follow the link in the email um, that takes you to the brand registry page, say, yes, you own the mark up, upload the trademark receipt of your trademark from the time your trademark was filed. And then keep in mind some best practices. So this is what it looks like at the appeal submission form and you say yes i own the trademark you can upload a copy of the trademark receipt you can basically just take a pdf download of the website over at the uspto um, i chose to go with the i have my own manufacturing setup um, which manufacture majority of the products under the brand for those that choose to use the i have a contract with them i don't know what they will ask for what you're going to do via that step So even if you have a manufacturer in China, I, I honestly do recommend that first option. Now, uh, the downside of selecting that option, this may be unique to option one. This is what I experienced. You'll have to have 50 items of three SKUs that they pick, um, that you bring to the video interview and you have to show them and basically unbox things one at a time. um, during that, that consulted interview. So that can be maybe something that bypasses an option too. I don't know for sure. This is an example of what you could download from your trademark place, basically showcasing all of the input fields um, that locates the information, um, the owner, et cetera. So you you can check, I have my own manufacturing setup, upload the manufacturing certificates and click next as well. Um, With the manufacturing certificate, I will um, warn you that a lot of people will find this like nebulous. You won't really know what to put in there. Here's what I put in there. Basically, I I put the address of where we manufacture and the address of what's on the Seller Central account, as well as the legal entity and information so it matches up to a T. Since I'm I'm my own manufacturer, it's okay to cut invoices to yourself from the manufacturer to your retail component, uh, and that can get a little confusing, um, because you know, you're like, why do I need an invoice? It's i manufacture manufactured myself. So that's coming in a later step. Um, but basically what you're going to do is you're going to showcase, uh, that you're the producer of the items and that you manufacture them. And the majority of the products under the brand. And so one of the key things that I recommend doing is taking one of those items and taking a cell phone picture. So this is my age of sage soap like this. Taking a cell phone picture of the item and putting that in the manufacturer agreement to showcase an example of the items that are manufactured, describe how the items are manufactured. So, you know, hey, we pour some soap, we cut it, we put it in a box and we ship it out. Sounds kind of vain, but that is exactly what you need to do to showcase that like there's a litmus test that Amazon is looking for um, and it can be a little complicated. When they do approve your appeal, uh, the next step that they're going to give you is to invite you for a video interview. They had tried to schedule 30 days out for my interview, and I uh, sent them an email and basically said, hey, is there any cancellations? Could I get in next week? And they did give me some new and updated times for the following week. So I was able to get five days out instead of the 30 days out that they had sent me initially. So they are checking the email, and you can respond and correspond with it. One thing that will help you is if you have a website URL where you can showcase the products. Now, my website just links over to my Amazon store, but it did seem to help us with some legitimacy by the fact that we had the items, the same items that we saw on Amazon, over at a manufacturer's site, so to speak. Um, and, and we were able to click yes on that and fill in um, the link. We were also putting in um, the website of the brand, so agesage.us, amazon.com slash agesage. We went ahead and put the brand store link in there. We also said yes, we sell um, other brands and we put in additional brands that we had active on the account. If you have another brand that's not active, I would not recommend putting it in here. It can create additional scrutiny on those inactive brands do you sell products for the brand being appealed on other websites or e-commerce websites? Yes, we do. Uh, so we sell on Etsy, eBay, Walmart, et cetera, as well as the website, but technically it pushes to Amazon. Uh, if you have a website off of Amazon select yes, do you sell the products brands being appealed on other websites, list the titles of the items underneath the brand. So I have a large catalog in this box. There's no way I could list out the hundreds of items So what we chose to do is list one single item in its entirety and then a list of 252 ASINs. That worked for us. Um, So if you only have five or 10 items, I would list them all with their entirety, their title, and their ASIN. Uh, But for those with a larger catalog, I would give them one full example and then just a simple list of ASINs for the other ones. Now, if you're going to try and get them to select three ASINs that you want them to use as part of the video interview process, you're going to definitely want to put those three ASINs at the top of this box with their full title, etc. That way they don't pick something you only have five in stock of and then you're like, how am I going to deal with that for the video interview? Uh, You're also going to be uploading an invoice from the last six months showing sales of the items under the brand with items matching the titles listed in the previous section. This is probably the most important step in the appeal process. And, it, and you're gonna need to have uh, cutting an invoice to yourself in many instances and showcase their address, manufacturer's address, and your address, seller address that matches the account and make sure uh, that the information is gonna match up. And you need to show at least 50 units on each SKU because uh, that's what they're gonna be looking for. So make sure you take some time on how you upload that. Do you sell products of the brand being appealed on other websites? Hit Yes. And here's what it looks like when you upload a copy of that invoice right there. You can drag and drop the file or select it right there. Then we're on to the video meeting step and they're going to usually respond to your appeal within seven days. Um, If you're doing a reappeal, they'll often do an auto rejection. And once you get to that step, you're going to have to send emails back and forth to the brand registry email. That email address is very important. BR-verification at amazon.com. And so we've been working with that to appeal the Momster um, brand registry over months, um, trying to go back and forth with them, getting ghosted currently. But Uh, initially when you get the auto rejection, they will respond to that. And then sometimes they'll say, this is our final notice and final matter, but they gave that to me on my age of Sage brand as well. And we fought them on it and it went through. So don't ever take Amazon's word as the final word. You always want to keep filing appeals and doing what's in your best interest. It's also in the best interest of your own customers, especially too. So, but, uh, be ready to unpack 50 units of those selected ASINs for those review. Because uh, that's what they're going to be looking to do, and so that's that email verification allowed me to get a faster interview. It also allowed me to to file and fight the auto rejections as well. So uh, let's keep going down during the meeting. Um, so they they told me on my meeting that if I recorded that call, they would have suspend and appeal me. So I did not re- record that call, and I've been skittish about what I should say about that meeting. So only the things in this video are going to be what they have publicly stated. Nothing is going to be insider information. Um, So this is what they will tell you. Owner of the brand must be present. You need to bring a driver's license. Any additional employee brought to the call um, is also going to have to state the relationship to the brands and bring their own driver's license as well. Um, So don't, don't bring extra bodies to this call. You're probably better off doing a single person or two people max Maybe you have two people in two different locations. One's the manufacturer and one's the brand owner. But whatever you do, make sure you bring the owner of the Seller Central account and, and, and take care of that. So then you're going to do uh, you know, the virtual inspection. They'll tell you which ones they want to open. Again, all of this information is provided uh, as part of their appeal process. Permanently affixed labeling. So the, Amazon is no longer going to accept stickers, right? So if you have an item that's got a sticker on it, they don't consider that permanently affixed branding. Now, some of you who sell grocery and supplements with stickers on bottles and whatnot, I don't know how that's gonna be defined moving forward, but that's what we've discovered during the process. So this Age of Sage soap brand right here, this is permanent, this is part of the packaging, uh, and this is acceptable. Uh, where they have just a sticker, that can become problematic. So if you're just putting a sticker on a white box, that may not pass snuff um but this is going to pass snuff so i don't know what to tell you guys that are in grocery and and stickers on bottles and stuff like that um but if it's easy to peel off uh, that they're not going to consider that permanent so here's an example of a non-permanent it's just a label slipped on to a white box they will not consider that permanently affixed Um, after we did the video interview we got no email notification whatsoever But about two days later, my brand was reinstated for Age of Sage, and it went through just fine. Um, The storefront took a couple extra days. A-plus content was a little buggy at first. But after about five days, everything was back to normal, and everything was sorted out. Um, Some of the email addresses to keep in mind if your appeal gets rejected, BR-verification, we had the best experience with that one, AP appeals us you can cite the US uh, case ID, uh, ensure the email comes from the admin email address. I highly recommend that, or at least an email associated to the brand registry. Put the case ID, phone number, best time to call, request that Amazon provides a call or a video meeting to discuss the status of the application. And you can see outstanding updates to the link in real time. Here's a template that you could use hey, to whom to make a concern. You know, thanks for your email response to Brand Registry. We'd like to escalate our outstanding case and engage in communication with the Amazon to discuss and resolve brand name, trademark name, merchant token ID, phone number, admin email. Please review and schedule a time to speak with us. And in addition to appealing via email, you also want to keep that case log going uh, and file on the original case that was built. Same information can go there with that template. As a side note, Brand Registry also has this escalate. And, and you know, previously submitted issue, it does say an infringement related issue down here, but I'm going to try and see if this is going to help uh, because I've gone a month with the monster without getting any response whatsoever. So something along the lines, um, that you could put in here, uh, my, you know, same information that we're doing, my brand monster um, was revoked from brand registry. I have properly appealed this C case ID. I have been given no response whatsoever. Please reinstate my brands. And then you can put the list of the ASINs product title and seller names and information like that. Now this is meant for infringement related escalation, but we're going to test this out because we just haven't been able to get anywhere with something that's been festering. So this is just kind of some additional Hail Marys. I don't have any insiders at Amazon. What I do have, though, is a lot of grit and tenacity, which is like what's in the bloodstream of any Amazon seller. And so what you have to do to navigate troubles like this, because there's going to be something every year that comes out. A couple of years ago, it was supplements and having COA issues, and they changed all the rules. And, you know, this year, it's brand registry revokes. Next year, who knows what it's going to be. So it's going to get harder and harder, and you just have to keep that tenacity and that grit in your bloodstream, eat tenacity for breakfast, so to speak, and keep filing and just trying to work your way around the system as much as possible. So hopefully this will help a few people get their own brands reinstated. Please do leave a comment if this helped you and share this with somebody else who talks about their own brand getting revoked. It's not a fun process by any stretch of the means. Uh, I do also take requests, uh, and I have coaching available. So if you get stuck, you need some additional coaching, go to myamazonguy.com slash coaching. We have same-day appointments available from various different coaches uh, for various different challenges that you might experience. Um, We also have troubleshooting hours and all kinds of good things you guys could consider if you need help along the way over at myamazonguy.com coaching. Thanks for watching and here's some other videos about the brand registry revoke process that we've given out previously. You may find those helpful in this playlist here.